You're listening to the Board Men Podcast. I am your host, Dryden Robinson. Each week, I will be joined by a rotating panel of basketball superfans and friends just like you. Listen along as we dive into the world of hoops, analyze the latest NBA action, discuss player performances, and explore the storylines that make the game so captivating. If you're new to the show, please consider liking our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where you will find access to exclusive video content by yours truly. Whether you're a diehard fan or just starting your basketball journey, get ready to elevate your knowledge and appreciation for the game. I hope you enjoy the Boardmen Podcast. The Boardmen are back, baby. NBA opening night is three weeks away, and I am so stoked. Today I'm joined by some of your favorites, my good friends Seth and Chris, and we decided to give our instant reactions to the Dame trade, break down our favorite NBA duos and trios this season, and have a little friendly debate on which teams are the most well-constructed for the NBA Finals. It's all next, but you know what's got to come first. Let me hear that sweet, sweet intro song once more. taking the summer off the season is going to start again in a couple weeks and after weeks and weeks of waiting we finally have the Damian Lillard trade to not the Miami Heat so (laughs) um I just want to get your guys's instant reactions what did you get what did you think of this like I saw this trade and I was just like the Bucks like at first, it, I was kind of shocked, but honestly, it kind of made sense more than any other team. Like, in a weird way, I was like, this fits. This is, like, I get it. But what do you guys think? Well, when I first saw it, I, I thought it was fake. Because <laughs> I saw, like, <laughs> yeah. the three <laughs> like the three main characters. Oh, I first saw Aiden on there, and I was like, there's no way he's in Portland. Like, nobody thought of that trade. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, this is, has to be, like, theoretical. There's no way this is real. And then I kept scrolling, and then there's just Damian Lillard got traded, Damian Lillard got traded. That that was my first reaction, was like, this is fake. And then my second reaction was, like, what did the Suns get? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) I think they just wanted to get rid of Aiden. I actually do like the trade. I I was on the side of the, the Aiden where it was like, it was like I do like Aiden, and I want to have mine keeping him. Most fans actually hate him, but but I actually did like him. Um, but I honestly I don't think it'll affect the Suns that much because they're really focused on their main three guys, and um, and honestly I think Aiden will be happier in Portland. He'll be able to be like the star. Um, so I think it's good for them. But I don't know I don't know how Damian Lillard feels about the trade. So. I think he feels like, uh, obviously, you know, he was excited to be in Milwaukee. Like, I think him and Giannis have a good relationship. I know it's not obviously where he wanted to be, but I think he's accepted it. And I think that he's going to go and play hard. Um, but, yeah, I was 
I was kind of blown away. I know for a while, because, uh, you know, I listened to the Bill Simmons podcast quite a bit, and he was talking about how he heard a lot about like a three-team trade between the Heat and then the Trailblazers and the Suns. You know, and he was like, in what world would this ever happen? But then the Suns actually did it. <laughs> like, I think out of... <laughs> I think out of all the teams involved in this, like Milwaukee and Portland, it's kind of like cool, but like the Suns getting involved, I think that was purely just to like get rid of Aiden, honestly. Like, um, which, which is weird though, because they just brought in Vogel, who's a very defensive head coach, and now like all of their weapons are offense, you know, and um, Nurkic is good. Uh, he's a he's a decent center, but he's been hurt quite a bit recently, and he isn't like as much of a rim protector as Aiton might have been. And so, I don't know. I think that I I don't really know what the Suns got back in this trade, other than like you know kicking Aiton out the door. So that was kind of my well, thoughts. The, on the it. things that look more into it. So the only plus that Nurkic has is he's just really nice. <laughs> he's like he's very friendly in the locker room and whatever role they give him in the scheme of the team he's gonna play it and he's gonna be happy about it like he's yeah. honestly he's just happy to be on the floor if he can be um yeah. but obviously yeah the the he, he's prone to injuries he's not as good as Aiden. Aiden's younger he's bigger um I just I know the fans thought he was very soft. The only time I remember Aiden being pretty good was when they had that finals run, and he's pretty important in the playoffs. But like ever since then, he's been kind of soft. But I think I think with the right, I mean, his potential is like high. His ceiling's high, so if, yep. so he has plenty of room to to get better. But uh, I saw a thing too where they're talking about Devin Booker and Kevin Durant not really having trust in Aiden. Um, yeah. And I think that's pretty important when you're trying to win a title to trust your center and know that he's going to get you boards, that he's going to, whenever he puts up a shot, that he's going to make the shot, you know? So, yeah. Or like if you're open and he's open and he knows that you're better at shooting, he needs to pass it to you. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. they did get rid of Aiden. I think that's good for like the locker room. And then they got a couple of role guys from from the Bucks um, and 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 from the Blazers, and I think that's what everybody was worried about. Is like, oh, they have no bench, they have nothing. But now I think they do. I think they have a good bench, and I think that'll that'll help them. I was looking at it, and we'll we'll get to this a little later. Um, you know, talking about the Bucks, how we think the Bucks are going to do, how we think about you know the Trailblazers. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of how the the like the power dynamics this creates in the league. Seth, does this change anything for you about like who the the best few duos in the league are? Like do you put Dame and Giannis at the very top? Are they the best, you know, one two punch in the league? Or what are you looking at as far as who you kind of think the best two or three guys on a team are in the league right now? Well, I think it it takes Milwaukee and it actually like puts them on the list, you know. Like, you got Booker, you got KD. That's a great duo, right? I mean, they even have a trio, really. Um, so, and then you got, like, the Lakers. You got Braun and... and um, AD. <laughs> and <the Diego>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. And then, <laughs> and then you got uh, uh, the Nuggets, you know? Uh, so, they got a good duo going. And so, I think Milwaukee, that just puts them up there with those those duos. And what's cool is, like, 
those teams, I can see those, the teams that have the duos or the trios are the ones that are really going to go to the finals uh, or going to really push and fight for it. Um, and so Milwaukee just like, they went from like down here to like up here, you know? And uh, I think it was a, definitely a good move on their part. And I think them working together, Giannis and Damian is going to be pretty cool to see. Yeah, I love I love Dame. You know, the, the his whole exit was a little messy. You know, I definitely respect him for the time that he put in in Portland, all the sacrifices he made to stay there and try to be loyal and give the management an opportunity to build a team around him. Um, he also had a fat contract, which made it hard for them to sign anybody else. Um, so I also yeah. kind of wonder, though, if like, you know, he – he said he was loyal, but then he wanted the Supermax every time it came up and he got it, you know. So I almost wonder if it was also kind of his fault they weren't able to get anybody. Um, but I respect him for his time there. I will say, though, that, you know, he said, I think, in one of his posts that he wanted to eventually come back to the Blazers, maybe retire in a Blazers uniform and that Portland will always be home. Um, do you feel like he's kind of burned that bridge or – you know, with how he left because he, he didn't want, you know, to go anywhere other than Miami and his agent made it very clear. Like we're not going to deal with anybody else other than Miami. Do you think <laughs> he's kind of burned the bridge with Portland um, or where, where do you guys think that that stands? I think it's like, I think it's like Damien transferring to a new school. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I think he's just gonna love he's gonna love and he's gonna miss his old school he's gonna love and miss his old team, but what's gonna happen is he's gonna go to Milwaukee and he's gonna have a great season he's gonna play really well and he's gonna love his team, and he's gonna go further than Portland ever did, and he's gonna know what that feels like, and I think he's just gonna fall in love with it. I think he's gonna like it, and and if Milwaukee does really good, you know, say they win a finals or something with him on it, then I don't think there's any turning back for him. You know, I think he's gonna. It depends how well Milwaukee does, but I think he's going to learn to love it over time. Well, that I mean, I, I think if that's the case, I think he would play for Milwaukee until, like, his last season and then go to Portland when he's, like, 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Play a season, like, halfway through and then retire. But yeah. – I don't think that I don't think that bridge is burned. I think Portland, their management, they're kind of pissed about it, but <laughs> but they had to do something. Well, I think they're also really excited. Like when I look at the trade for Portland, I think they're really excited about the rebuild. I think they have a lot of really great young guys, and I think Portland is pretty happy with what they have, um, and they have a lot more money now. So <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. they're okay with it. Yeah, I agree. I I honestly, one of the things I really appreciated about this trade is it kind of returned us back to like a normal level of like what we should expect from trades. You know, it, there was a couple of mm -hmm. trades there, um, like KD, Rudy Gobert, uh, Donovan Mitchell, where like the asking price was just like astronomical. You know, they were like, I want four first round picks and like two guys and a all-star and you get Donovan Mitchell, you know? And it was like, <laughs> you, you go back and look at those trades and it's nuts how much teams gave up. Like the Suns gave up so much for KD and the, um, you know, the jazz wanted 
a ton in return for Gobert and Mitchell. And so um, I think that the nice thing about this trade is it kind of returned it to like, like reasonable asking prices. You know, there was a couple picks involved. There was a couple um, role players involved, but it was between like three different teams and the Bucks lost Drew Holiday, which, you know, I, I love Drew Holiday. A lot of guys have said in the league that he's one of the hardest guys to play against, like very underrated. He's definitely like a defensive player of the year type guy. Um, And so I think that, you know, it wasn't nothing that they gave up, but it was also like decent. Like, you know, I would swap Drew Holiday for for Damian Lillard, you know, if it meant kind of guaranteeing my team a championship and, so that's, I don't know, that's how I felt about it. I think I was trying to think about it, like, realistically. Um, as far as just two individual guys in the league, I don't know if there's a better duo than Dame and Giannis, like, on a single team, you know? I love Jokic and Murray, and obviously they also have Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. They, you know, so they kind of have, like, a, a four-man te- you know, four team there, and then – Obviously, the Suns have uh, a trio, and then the rest of the teams are kind of like Braun and AD, Tatum and Brown, right? And so I was just kind of looking at it, and as far as, like, two individual guys, I think Milwaukee just takes the cake. And like Seth said, I think it kind of um, catapults them into the that tier of guys, right? Like, Giannis was always just as good as anybody else, but – his supporting cast, I don't think, put him in the same realm of like, you know, top star duos as like LeBron and AD or, you know, Booker and KD. And now he's up there. And so that's where I want to go with this is, um, you know, Chris, you said after the finals that you thought the Bucks or the Suns are going to are going to win it. Does this just heighten that expectation for you or does this change anything about your finals expectations? Yeah, it, it only highlights it, bro. I think the Bucks are the team to beat in the East. I think they're going to be dominant in the East. Uh, so I honestly expect the Bucks to be in the finals, which was kind of my worst fear as a Suns fan. I really would hope that somebody <laughs> else would be in the finals with the Suns because if the Suns play the Bucks, <laughs> it's just, it, it brings some PTSD from the last finals. Yeah. <laughs> So yep. I don't, I don't think they stand. I don't know. It'd be a tough battle because it's a t- like the Suns team. The only team or player on the team since that finals is Devin Booker. That's it. So it is a completely different team if they ended up going against the Bucks in the finals. If they went to the finals, um, and yeah. it would just be it'd be like a totally different uh, look, um, of how they play against the Bucks. But, but yeah, it just hands it. I think. I, like when it comes to duos, I think Giannis and um, and Damian Lillard are are the best duo in the league. Um, I've seen I've seen a lot of those charts of like who are the best duos in the league, and they for some reason uh, Kendrick Perkins puts the Suns at the bottom of the list, and that <laughs> is like the dumbest thing to me. <laughs> yeah, so, like, just disrespectful. Because like, KD is a great player. So, like like for example, you're like those trades you're talking about. Gobert was a horrible trade. Got nothing from him. Like Gobert's just been sucking this since the trade. But Kevin Durant, for example, he, we gave a lot for him, but he actually performs and he puts up great numbers. So I think I think Booker and Durant are at least the top three um, duos. 
in the league, but Damian Lillard and, and Giannis are definitely number one. Because I think Giannis is the best player in the league. I think, I mean, I think Jokic is great too, but I think Giannis is the best. And and Lillard is a top top three point guard, I think, too. So, I mean, you can't get better than that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will say, um, I think both teams, I think the Suns look really different, which helps them um, a lot. But Milwaukee... My my hesitation with Milwaukee is is this. I still think they're going to win the East. Like I, I unless the Sixers make a move um for like a real point guard and get rid of James Harden. Um you know, un, unless Boston somehow does really well, I I don't think that their move for um Porzingis is going to work how they want it to. Um so I I think the Bucks still come out on top in the East, but the problem I have with the Bucks is um they have a lot of the same team that they did when they went to the finals and they're not as good as when they went to the finals um you know they don't have a lot of defense now that drew holiday is gone um they still have brooke lopez who's good but he's getting older and then chris middleton i just feel like has not played ever since his injury i feel like he has not played how he used to play at all and so Dame and Giannis are really good, and I think that they can carry them through a playoff run. Um, but I don't know if I if they go up against the Nuggets, if they go up against the Suns, I don't know if I see them winning that. Um, if that makes sense, do you guys feel differently? Do you feel like the Bucks are just still going to be solid? I I think they have some holes now that their guys are getting a little yeah. older. Well, yeah, I think Giannis's main concern was whenever he was on the floor they sucked like they couldn't put up points they would the other team would start going on a run um so yeah i definitely i think that's a problem and i think if Giannis and lillard are on the floor then that could still be a problem at the same time so <laughs> i think uh any team in the east is kind of trash anyway so, <laughs> i mean i i think milwaukee is great and i think they will go to the finals that's what they got but i don't see them being any any team from the West that goes to the finals will beat them, you know. And I think we should definitely like take a look at the Suns right now because they've been making moves all off season. They've been trading. They've been like setting up their team to like become better than it was. Um, getting rid of Chris Paul, getting rid of Aiton, bringing in like Bradley Beal. Like they're creating not only a team but an environment where they can all like play really good. And so that's going to be pretty good to see them go up against the Nuggets again because they got smacked by the Nuggets in my opinion but I think when they go up against them now it'll be more of a battle and uh, that'll be really interesting to see but whoever goes to the finals in the West I think won't have a problem taking on Milwaukee I think if Milwaukee can can build a good foundation with Dame then I think they'll be able to put up a fight but I don't I don't see them really beaten like the Suns or the Nuggets or anyone like that. Real quick, I want to talk about Drew Holiday. So this, in my opinion, this Portland team is looking really good, um, even without him, right? I think they're going to have um, Scoot Henderson, who they just drafted at point guard. They've obviously got Aiton at center. They've still got Jeremy Grant. They have Shaden Sharp, who I really like. Anthony Simons is a really good guard. They've got a really amazing young team. I think Drew Holiday is going to be traded for sure. He is an all-star level point guard that plays phenomenal defense. Um, 
I don't think they're going to keep him. I don't think that Portland needs him. Um, where would you guys like to see a, a player like that go? Because I've I've got a, a team that I would like to <laughs> go to. <laughs> um, and hear me out. Hear me out on this because I love D'Angelo Russell. I think he played great last season. He definitely stepped it up. But the Lakers obviously signed him to that deal just so they could trade him. And I could totally see them packaging um, D'Angelo Russell and a couple of their guys that they just they just signed these low level guys in order to get in order to get Drew Holiday. And then I think the Lakers roster is pretty stacked. But that's just me. Is there are there any other teams that you guys feel could use a, a defensive minded point guard? I don't you see the Nuggets on the Lakers so bad. Well, Dude, I, I do, oh, man. I do. My question, is, my question is, what? How many more All Stars do the Lakers need to actually like make a footprint in the playoffs? Like, come on, bro. They only have two really? right now. Yeah, they only have two. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> The Suns well, have been They've been cycling <laughs> well, no, through. They've been cycling. We through. can talk about the Lakers. I know. I know. Dryden has sent a few things where they've done some trades over the offseason that um, I haven't heard much sure. about. But apparently, they're really good trades. So, like the Suns, they very quietly they've made a lot of moves, right? Like after the KD trade, we didn't hear anything. But you know, like the so the Suns were loud with the KD trade, but then. All these other moves they've made, we haven't heard anything about it. But I just looked at their roster, and it's like they've got Grayson Allen now, Bull Bull. They have, um, you know, still have Damian Lee. They've got Terrence Ross now. Uh, like, all of these guys that are, like, really good guys. The Suns have done really well, like, and we just haven't heard anything about it because the KD yeah. trade was so loud, you know. And the Lakers are kind of the same way. Like, they re-signed Austin Reeves, and everyone made a big deal about it. But then they signed all these phenomenal role players. And so I would personally love to see them go out and get a guy like Drew Holiday so that they have, you know, an actual point guard. But I don't know. I You know, I don't see a team like the Nuggets going after Drew Holiday. They have their guards. They have their people. Yeah. Is there anywhere you'd like to see a guy like that go in the league? You should go to the Heat. I was going to say, Jimmy Butler could use some help. It's true. I, well, I do agree that if the Lakers got him, they would, that would be really nice for the team. It would definitely benefit sure. the team. And they would actually have a point guard that's good because they haven't had a good point guard in years. So I think the Lakers would be a good You're one. About Russell <laughs> on the uh, rest book on the Lakers, it's not <laughs> that's true. It's true. He's got he's decent on the Clippers, I think. Yeah, uh, he got a good deal for what he's worth. Yeah, he's I I think that you know the thing I like about that is that it doesn't make the Lakers like favorites. You know, they're they're still the Nuggets, they're still the Suns to deal with. But it, again, it just completes them as a team. I feel like they they're defensive minded now. Um, AD's been in the gym. I really hope that <laughs> he's taking not getting hurt like seriously because you made a glass, bro. <laughs> exactly. But um, but yeah, that would be my hope is that they could trade for a good guard. I could also see the Sixers going after him. They need a point guard. They need somebody that can play defense, and they have pieces that they can move for that. Um, but real quick, with our minute left, um, who, who, what are your guys' finals predictions, uh, your playoff predictions? Who do you want to see do well? What do you want to see there? 
Um, I think I used to say Celtics were going to go to the finals in the East, but I do think Milwaukee's going to take it now, especially if Giannis is healthy and uh, with Damon and stuff like that. So Milwaukee, I think, is going to dominate the East now. Um, I still got money on the Nuggets. They're just, man, they look so good and they look ready to go. I think the Suns are going to put up a bigger fight now. So that would be cool to see. Uh, but yeah, Nuggets in Milwaukee. I can see that. There we go. Uh, I got the Suns in Milwaukee, of course. Um, I think they're going to roll right past the Nuggets. I think it's going to be not a problem anymore. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Except for here's the thing. So the way that they stop the Nuggets is Jokic. Uh, you can't stop Jokic. You just let them ball out. But you can stop everybody else on the team. And I think they can do that. I think right now I'm I'm leaning Nuggets just because we just – the we Warriors. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Don't even bring that up. <laughs> Bro, they're starting Chris Paul with Steph and Clay. There's no way. That's wild, dude. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, no. We're really just playing around right now. They're so small, bro. <laughs> Steve Kerr's like, let me just – we're just messing around, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we got enough for like, We're just we're just playing around. We got. No. Oh, I don't. I have no clue what's gonna happen with the Warriors. It's gonna be interesting <laughs> to see. Um, but I I'm leaning Nuggets right now because we just saw their performance and they were really good. They've kept most of the team together. Um, I don't think they're gonna have a problem with you know with that. I. I do think Milwaukee is just now clear cut, like the the leader in the East. The Celtics could do really well. I, I'm like 50 50 on the Celtics. It's either going to go really, really well or it's going to be really, really bad. And they're going to have to make some trades midseason. Um, Sixers, I. I hate James Harden. <laughs> like I, I've been out, <laughs> I've been out on that dude for so long. Like their 2018 run when they almost beat the Warriors and Chris Paul got hurt. Like that was so sad. I, I would have loved to see like a competitive game seven. Um, but you know that was the only time in my life I've rooted for James Harden. Like I, I just can't get behind that dude. He's a terrible teammate. He's a great basketball player. He's good, probably going to go down as one of the greatest shooting guards of all time. One of the greatest shooters of all time, right? But um, so I respect his game, but I just can't get behind him as as a teammate, as like the focus point of a team. Um, I think Embiid needs somebody different. You know what I mean? So um, I'm out on the Sixers unless that they can trade him and get some really good guards in return um, and start you know, actually playing defense, but um, what do you guys think? Like, what what do you guys think about James Harden? Do you think that this Sixers team has any any shot, right, you know, before we go? What is, what is your opinion of the state of the East right now? Because I think we're all in agreement, right? Like, Nuggets, Suns, Lakers, if they can make a little more moves, but otherwise the West is kind of like those three, and then the rest and the West is really good. Like top to bottom, the West is really good, but True. what do you guys think about the East at all? Like, is there any shot besides Milwaukee or are you out? I think, uh, I think it's <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Harden should get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe head back to Houston or something, dude. That, Cause like, I don't know. He just, he can't win a ring with the Sixers. He like he's not. If he stays there, he's never gonna get a ring. So, but 
they'll at least be good enough to go to the playoffs uh, just because there's not a lot of other competition. But, yeah, they'll definitely go to the playoffs. But that'll be about it. Well, I think I think I think the Celtics could do really good. I think they do have a chance. Um, they have really good coaching, and if Porzingis comes out the way they want him to, I think they do have a really good chance. So mm-hmm. I don't want to like cut them out and say there's no way like Milwaukee's 100 going to get it. I think we just have to see how the season goes, like how they start off, because um, we really don't know. So, like all these trades happening, all these, these teams are all like brand new, and it's like we don't really know what to expect exactly. So I think the Celtics definitely have the potential to be the top dog in the East. Um, and uh, for the Sixers, I think, like, same for the Lakers. If they got Drew Holiday, I think they would do really well. If they got rid of Harden, they would do really well. So Because, I mean, they have former MVP Embiid. They have a really good roster, really good. I think their coaching is pretty well done. So I think the Sixers could potentially be a really good threat in the East. But um, I guess we just have to see what happens during the during this season. So. Amen to that. Well, opening night is October 24th, three weeks away, and the Nuggets will be playing the Lakers on opening night, and then the Suns will be playing the Warriors on opening night. So uh, we, will, <laughs> we will make sure we'll we'll make sure we got some good coverage of that. Um pumped for the season to start again. But thanks for joining, guys. It's been good. Yeah, of course. Excited to see how the season goes. We'll have a lot to talk about with these brand new teams. So, oh yeah, definitely, the pleasure. Always. Thanks for hopping on, and we'll see you guys next time. All right, peace out. Adios. Thank you so much for joining us once again on the Board Men Podcast. I sincerely hope you are enjoying our content. Again, if you are new to the show, give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to discover videos hot takes, and more personalized posts from myself and the crew. Join us next week where we will be reacting to the Celtics trading for Drew Holiday, the New Look Portland Trailblazers, and more predictions for the 2023-2024 NBA season. Until next time, I'm Dryden Robinson, and this is the Boardman Podcast.